0: Hello, and welcome to A Course in Miracles for regular people. I'm your host, Rev. Robin. In this podcast, we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. I also have another podcast that is reading and discussing the daily workbook lessons. That one is called A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I love talking with people about A Course in Miracles in the daily lessons, and I welcome interaction and feedback. There are several ways you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I have a Facebook page called A Course in Miracles for Regular People. You can email me at ACIMFRP, that's A Course in Miracles for Regular People, ACIMFRP at gmail.com, or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave me a voice message. Actually, you can also make donations on Anchor if you'd like to support this podcast, and i really appreciate that. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello, today is episode 53. We are now in section 7 of chapter 2. Section 7 is cause and effect. Section 7, cause and effect. You may still complain about fear, but you nevertheless persist in making yourself fearful. I have already indicated that you cannot ask me to release you from fear. I know it does not exist, but you do not. If I intervened between your thoughts and their results, I would be tampering with a basic law of cause and effect, the most fundamental law there is. I would hardly help you if I depreciated the power of your own thinking Sometimes it's important to experience the consequences of something we're doing. Continuing, this would be in direct opposition to the purpose of this course. If he were to interfere with that process, it would negate what we could learn from this course. It is much more helpful to remind you that you do not guard your thoughts carefully enough. Think about what we're thinking about. You may feel at this point that it would take a miracle to enable you to do this, which is perfectly true. You are not used to miracle-minded thinking, but you can be trained to think that way. All miracle workers need that kind of training, and that is what the workbook is for. And I'm just throwing a plug in here from my other podcast, A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. Continuing with the second paragraph, I cannot let you leave your mind unguarded, or you will not be able to help me. Miracle working entails a full realization of the power of thought in order to avoid miscreation. The last line in the previous section says, there are no idle thoughts. All thinking produces form at some level. So that's why it's so important that we get the full realization of the power of thoughts because when we're thinking, whether we're thinking pleasant thoughts or we're thinking fearful thoughts, those thoughts are creating form at some level and it will be manifested eventually in our lives, our physical lives. Continuing, um, to, in order to avoid miscreation, Otherwise, a miracle will be be necessary to set the mind itself straight. A circular process that would not foster the time collapse for which the miracle was intended. The miracle worker must have genuine respect for true cause and effect as a necessary condition for the miracle to occur. Third paragraph. Both miracles and fear come from thoughts. If you are not free to choose one, you would also not be free to choose the other. By choosing the miracle, you have rejected fear, if only temporarily. You have been fearful of everyone and everything. You are afraid of God, of me, and of yourself. You have misperceived or miscreated us and believe in what you have made. I think that's referring to the The whole idea of the vengeful God sitting on a throne somewhere billions of light years away with a lightning bolt in hand getting ready to strike you down if you misbehave. So continuing, you would not have done this, miscreated God and Jesus, if we were not afraid of our own thoughts. The fearful must miscreate because they misperceive creation. When you miscreate, you are in pain. The cause and effect principle now becomes a real expediter, though only temporarily. Actually, cause, quote-unquote, is a term properly be- belonging to God, and his, quote-unquote, effect is his son, so God is the creator of All things and us and we are the effect of his creation. Continuing, this entails a set of cause-and-effect relationships totally different from those that you introduce into miscreation. The fundamental conflict in this world then is between creation and miscreation. All fear is implicit in the second and all love in the first. The conflict, therefore, is one between love and fear. So that's the only conflict there is. Whether we're in conflict with another person, or if we're in conflict with ourselves, or if we, the conflict is in our mind, I want to do this, But part of me wants to do that, that whole thing that we talked about in a previous episode. The only conflict there is is between love and fear. If you're feeling fear or anger or upset or frustration, any of those lower-level emotions, then we're not choosing love. So it's all a matter of choice. That's what I keep saying. Think about what you're thinking about and choose love. My main takeaways from this episode are first, that we make ourselves fearful by what we're thinking about, second, that both miracles and fear come from thoughts. And third, the only conflict that really exists is the conflict between love and fear. Today, I wish you a day of awareness of thoughts. I'm sure I've offered that one before, but it works very well here. Many blessings. Namaste.